0: Welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 109. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the man behind our reviews, Gary. I'm still, I'm look, look you weren't here last week, I'm working on it, alright?
1: I gave you an extra week to think of one, man. Yo,
0: come on, I'm out here, I'm, I'm slicing, dicing, I'm streaming, I'm trying to put together this YouTube content, I'm working on new things for the new year, which is going to be a huge year. Just give me a break, alright? Just give me a goddamn break. Never. Oh, okay, fair enough. Never. Um, <laughs> if you're watching the video version this week, you may notice I'm in the I'm in the blue room. Uh, I'm currently at the Game Awards. Uh, just had to use the blue room. No, I'm chatting best yet. Um, I just haven't took my blue screen down from last night, and I can't be able to move right now. So there you go. That's why that is. Everyone calm down. I actually think it looks quite nice, if I'm honest with
1: it you. It does. It frames you really well. Yeah,
0: I feel like it. Anyway, audio listeners are like, yo, we don't care about this. Um this is my Xbox and Me, uh, our Xbox podcast. Uh if you want to get it early, you head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. Uh audio is three dollars and thirty-five cents, because they've added everything, and uh <laughs> video is four dollars and thirty-five cents. So that is a joke of Patreon have uh Change the way I do things and fees. So if you are a Patreon supporter, please go check out um, the post I put up on the Patreon page. It's very important to um, the people that do support on Patreon. I don't want you guys to think that I've done anything. It's not me. It's on Patreon side of things. Enough of that. Uh, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, please hit that subscribe button. If you're not and you are listening, head over to youtube.com slash myxboxandme. We got great content over there. A new review is up as we speak. Gary, you have reviewed Hand of Fate too, sir. Um, I did indeed. How is it? What do you think of it? Just the the the, the elevator pitch? The elevator. That's really pitch. good.
1: Yeah, it's a hard game to elevate a pitch because it's a dungeon crawler, meets a card game, mm-hmm. meets a 3D brawler. Okay. <laughs> Which right. sounds like it wouldn't work, but it really does.
0: Okay. Okay. And um, Last week, Gary, you he wasn't here, so uh, I want to say again thank you to Super Killer Bunny who stepped in and uh, did the show. Did a great job. Everyone seemed to be very, very, very happy with him, so that's good. And uh, yeah, you're man. back.
1: Everything okay? You're okay? Like everything's everything's all good, for, Fix. I'm I'm back and I'm ready to talk about video games. I've had a good, solid four hours sleep so yeah
0: me too i'm right there with you i'm right there with you well this week uh the big one is obviously it's the game awards week we we we, we pushed the show to friday we was gonna record thursday and then i was like that seems a bit stupid game awards gonna announce a ton of stuff which they did in fairness um but uh th- let's just let's jump into what's been in our box first of all before we get to any of that gary what have you been playing sir what is what has been in the xbox this week what has been in the Xbox this
1: week? My the the only game I've really been sort of touching on is the game I've been streaming, which is called Battle Chasers Night War. Okay. Uh, which is uh, it's an RPG, it's a turn based RPG basically, um, and it's fairly standard. The art style though looks super good.
0: That was what I was watching you play yesterday, correct?
1: Uh, that's that a different game. That was a PC only game.
0: What was that? Because you were cooking something, and that was it was, was really Chef interesting. Brigade. That yeah. was pretty interesting. I'm not gonna lie, hey. not not for this show. I get it, but yeah. that looked pretty interesting. Um, That's a fun so, game. okay, okay. Uh, I have had a chance to play um, this little video game called Destiny Two um, I've yesterday. Not heard that. What's it about? Destiny, yesterday, I jumped back in. I played the Curse of Osiris DLC. Um, mm. There's a lot of hullabaloo going on right now in the Destiny community. A lot of people are leaving the game. The end content, as we all know, if you've played Destiny. Um, isn't great. Um, there's a lot of problems with the game uh, from the community's full, uh, front. I'm not hardcore in like some of these people, so I don't want to talk too much about it. That's why I won't be talking about it on this week's episode. There's enough to cover other than that. Let's be serious. Um, but what I will say about The Curse of Osiris is it's more destiny, and you can take that with a pinch of salt if I'm honest with you. The, the, the story... It's kind of boring, it's just, it doesn't, oh, it doesn't man. bring you in, it just isn't, I played it with Crash, and it wasn't like, I wasn't, I am not i wasn't gagging for this content, don't get me wrong, I know some Destiny fans were probably gagging for this, one, waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, got it, for me it wasn't like that, I logged on, Crash is like, what do you want to play, I said, I fancy playing Destiny 2, I want to get back into it, but I haven't raided yet, still haven't raided, which is, really annoying he's like oh should we do the curse of osiris dlc i'm like yeah sure why not i don't care like cool um so we do that it's it has some good moments but it just doesn't deliver in a way that made me care like the 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 important thing here which i think is super important which um chris pointed out to me the light level you need to be at is 220 Everyone who's playing Destiny has already been well over that. People were at three hundred five, which was the cap, is no longer. I think three twenty is the cap now. But um, and I was at two eight five, I think. No, yeah, two eight five. I was yeah on my warlock character. And um, what what is very important here was it is so easy. So we're running a two-man squad, me and Chris are running through, we're shooting things, and we're shooting things, and we're realising, okay, this is this is relatively easy, we're killing bosses really quick, stuff like that, you're like, okay, that's, okay, whatever, whatever, surely it's going to ramp up in difficulty, obviously, it doesn't, and then towards the midpoint, we were like, should we just run past all these enemies, and I'm like, yeah, sure, okay, it's like, it doesn't matter to me, I'm not there's not enough there to to make me even want to kill the enemies it doesn't force me to kill the enemies to progress um it does some really cool things with jump pads and the the world you're in is really nice and some of the environments are really cool there's there's some there are some cool elements in there but it just doesn't do enough to make you really care uh the new character design some of them are pretty cool but they're not different enough from the character the enemy sorry are not different enough from what you already fought, So it's just the same enemy type with a different skin. So... Right. it. I Okay, I, I need to say this as well, very importantly, which is I didn't buy Destiny 2, my game share did. I didn't buy the Curse of Osiris DLC, my game share did. And for that point alone, for me, I'm like... Okay, cool, whatever, and I can just sort of get in, play it, get out. Doesn't really affect me. It didn't affect my wallet. It didn't. It didn't. It wasn't something I spent my hard-earned money on. So, I think I come at this with a different point of view, which is just like, oh, I can just play it and chuck it away. Where someone who's paid, what was the? Um, the, the double package for this and the season pass, the expansions. I think it was oh, like £90, or $90 yeah, £80, £90, pounds, something like that. That's a lot of money for a video game. And if I had paid for this, I would have been very, very, very let down. Um, yeah, it, it, it just not really that interesting. Um, Osiris seems like a quite an interesting character. For someone who doesn't care about Destiny's story, honestly, I just want to shoot things. Osiris seems like an interesting character but you never really get to experience him in a way that I wanted to.
1: That's a shame. I was hoping that Osiris would be cool and he would bring you back into the game, because I haven't played it for about a month.
0: I haven't played the new Strike. I haven't played... um, I think there might be some new adventures, but I have literally played the story DLC. That is what I'm talking about here, which is... Like I say, it took me around, I think it was about two and a half hours, two hours to do it. Um, like I said, I did run past a lot of enemies. I'm sure I could have stretched that out to maybe three hours. Um, just very, 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 very easy, which is a shame in my in my uh, opinion. A shame. Um, before I keep rattling on, what else have I played? Have you played anything else uh, you um, want to talk no, about? No, I
1: did. I have read a uh, book, and this is, this is relevant because it was Jason Schreier's book. We okay, had blood, yeah. sweat, and pixels. Okay, it was awesome. He um, basically just interviews a bunch of developers for uh, like a bunch of different games. Um, so there's a chapter on Destiny, um, and they talk about like the development process. Um, there was a chapter on Dragon Age Inquisition, which was awesome. Um, but I thought I'd mention it because it's really, really good book. And if you've got any interest in sort of like game development and what goes on behind the scenes, you should definitely check it out.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll definitely, I'll definitely check that. I definitely will. I'm not a big reader, so if I feel like for me, I'm terrible because I'm, I because I'm not great at reading. I don't read enough as it is, but to get better at reading, you need to read more. Yet, I'm just not very good. Um, but I'll definitely pick it up if you're saying it's worth picking up. I will. It's
1: definitely worth picking up. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Okay.
0: Um i've been playing some more of that rainbow six siege um i am back in so anybody who wants to join me please hit me up i know this community knows how much i love rainbow six siege um it was robbed last night i've got to be honest with you um but they've announced and released the new operators and uh i've not been i've not had a chance to play them because i haven't got enough um renowned which is what you earn in game i don't own the season passes so you earn renown to then buy the characters but the people who have played it say they like them. Um, the one thing I will say is they de- there's definitely a character. I'm not sure of her name, unfortunately, because I'm not been able to play the characters. But there's definitely a character that um, impacts th- every moment of the game. They've got this new feature where... Um, Your communication device is your phone, obviously. It interrupts that and it just keeps making your phone vibrate. And that is really off-putting, intense situations. And I think it shows your position on the map. You can reset your phone and they can just keep really doing that. It really does add a new dynamic um, to the game. And it's like, obviously, I play with a squad most of the time. And uh, I love it because it gets me a lot of kills. I've got to be honest with you. Uh, shout out to shout out to FIFA. And uh, that's a guy's name who I play with, Bilby. And um, he literally, I'm using phones. And I'm like, as soon as I hear him say that, I'm sprinting in that point. Because they all go to reset their phones straight away. Because it's nice. just so annoying. Because it's just like,
1: He's
0: mm, just like, no, god damn it, just go away. And yeah, so a uh, lot of fun. A lot of fun playing some more Rainbow. Um... Have I missed anything? I don't think I've missed anything. Xbox. Oh, Fortnite. Still playing, Still playing Fortnite. Apart from the latest patch has kind of messed up the aim assist on consoles, um, which is terrible. Because oh. I was actually having a lot of fun with that game. We're going to talk about Fortnite in a little bit uh, later on in the show. Uh, that seems about it. I think that's enough.
1: Is that enough, Gary? It seems like you got a nice little... Uh collection of first-person shooters there
0: oh I played Call of Duty as well for about an hour and then was like "Mm, no I do really need oh no not for this show it doesn't matter (laughs) 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 I was just about to say I started Dio on PC but that doesn't matter to anybody listening here this is my Xbox and me let's get into the topic of the show which is obviously the big boy of today um the game awards were yesterday Jeff Keighley has put them on for a fourth year third year of this new fourth year of of naming it as the game awards um gary i wasn't gonna do this but why not what did you think of the show what did like my chat was obviously going i live streamed it you can go check it out on twitch.tv mzfixer i live reacted reacted to most of it um first and foremost the game awards are what it says on the tin it is the game awards for me, that that brings a level of legitimacy to gaming, to video games, which is we're an industry that has an award show now, and and a decent award show, in my opinion, um, it does a great job in, of mixing new announcements with uh, the awards that matter. Um, there's a lot of criticism. There was a lot of criticism in, in my chat for. Some of the awards being glossed over again. I think this happens every single year. Which was like the trending gamer was like the first one they announced, which was for me one of my most anticipated categories because obviously I, I wanted, as someone who strives to be a trending gamer, that's my that's my topic. Do you know what I mean?
1: That's that's
0: that's your jam. That's that's, that's where yeah yeah that's where I want to be. So that and they put that at the front of the show. Um, they
1: put it and we'll talk about the
0: pre-show. yeah, sorry. Um. Which was interesting. Some of the other topics that we're going to talk about got glossed over a little bit quickly. Um, Where'd you come down like? What did you think of the show overall?
1: I mean, I was live tweeting. It. I was kind of, I kind of just sort of sit back um, and I was live tweeting the whole thing. But I thought it was a good show. I mean, some of the awards got glossed over, but uh, this isn't the Oscars, um, and like the Oscars don't like do an award and then show you like this brand new trailer for this brand new movie that no one's seen before um so i feel like to have that mixed in um with the actual awards some of the awards are going to get glossed over i mean there were a couple that were um that were kind of hilarious like when ed boone came out on stage and it was just like hey here's ed boone he developed injustice Two. oh and that one fighting game by the way anyway
0: yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was a, it, I, I liked the show Personally, I like. Oh, the show. I, I love also, watching yeah. it every year, even for just the awards. I would watch that show because I like the way it's presented. Um, I really hated their lower thirds text this year. Um, Jeff changed that. Hated that. Um, the little things you pick up when you start editing and doing video production. Um, for me, it was just. Uh, did it deliver? Did Jeff? I think I wasn't hyped. I wasn't hyped. I wasn't hyped. And then I was hyped, and the problem is when you get hyped about something, you can be disappointed. Yeah. And um, I don't know if I was disappointed, but something didn't click throughout like, the whole show. It it still doesn't have that slickness about it of transitioning in and out, in and out. There's certain moments where you can tell Jeff's not ready on camera. He's like, "Oh, go, yeah." Oh, do, 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 do. it's stuff like that. It still doesn't have that. That level of polish for me that the Oscars does have, and certain other award shows does have, and look how long the Oscars have been going on for now. The Oscars has been going for a long, 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 long time, and uh, I, 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 people like to shit on Jeff, but I just want to say thank you, thank you for giving us an award show each and every year that we know's coming. That this year I think they had the perfect balance when it comes to. Um, advertisements obviously they had their their big ebay advertisement because obviously that's where we all buy our games ebay come on guys who doesn't buy our stuff from ebay but um i don't think it was overbearing like the razor man last year (laughs) or um some some of the other the other crap i don't i don't think it was overbearing i felt like it it was there and we're like oh that's there cool um i felt the music was really good the orchestra
1: that orchestra the the opening bit yeah. Of the show when they the played the medley of all the, the different oh.
0: uh, both of those two were really good, I felt were really, really good. Um and I just don't I don't like the fact that a lot of people just shit on it for no reason, in my opinion. It's I wonder if like... it's just
1: because a lot of people are used to shitting on it, because for a long time, um like a few years ago, like up until a few few years ago, like the video game awards were kind of a joke and they were kinda of crappy. Mm. But now it's legit. It's it's it was a really good show. I, I thought it was a really good show. I thought your point about the ads was perfect. I thought they have to be there because they have to pay for the show, of course. Exactly. But, um, I thought they weren't overbearing. They didn't try too hard, like with the frigging hydro bot from last year.
0: Yeah. Um. The one thing I've learned, and I said I said it on on Twitch chat, and everyone's like, it's because we're nerds. And it's like some of the devs do come across super super nervous and super super. Um, not talkative and sort of just like get me off this camera as quick as possible that's something i wish we could teach um people how to get comfortable in front of a camera a lot more don't get me wrong someone i get i get nervous every time i shoot a video don't get me wrong but um and i can imagine on live tv because it must be even worse but i don't know there's something something's not right something something there that I wish they could. I wish, <laughs> um, I wish they could all be like the gentleman from Way uh, Out. But well, we'll get to him very, very, very soon. Um, so overall, did you you like the show? Like I liked enjoyed the show. The yeah.
1: show. I was I, I wasn't pissed off that I stayed up to watch it. So,
0: but some people were like, not over here. Obviously, it was like it didn't end until like half past four in the morning. Um, but. I don't know. It was a, It was an interesting one. It was an interesting one. But enough of that. Uh, let's get into the, the awards themselves. And um, from an Xbox point of view, um, there was only one big hitter, really, in this. You can maybe two. Two big hitters that won something. But we'll go through um, through them. So, game, I'll start from the bottom, actually. Uh, so, you've got Trending yeah, Gamer was a Guy Burham, which is Dr. Disrespect. If you don't know who Dr. Disrespect is, who a lot of people don't know, which is crazy he is probably one of the one of the biggest twitch streamers as of moment um he plays a character he's always in character um he goes Doctor to his disrespect jo- yeah he, he goes to his Jojo to stretch and that's just like him in a green screen doing stretches and he's the best he's the two-time world champion and he's got his his audience are diehard they're amazing like i i watch his streams quite frequently to be like I admire the the level of intensity and um, the level of commitment to the bit that he does. And for anybody who wants to... We always say, um, how oh, how'd you be different? How would you be different? Doctor Disrespect has been going for years. He was on YouTube first, doing Call of Duty videos. He was uh, also... He made... I think he worked on multiplayer maps for um, Treyarch, if I'm not mistaken. And... He's absolutely just blown up on Twitch. But he won Get trending game. I'm not going to break them all down like this. But I just wanted to give him a shout out. Because a lot of people obviously wanted Andrew Renee to win. I wanted Andrew Renee to win personally. I was voting every single day. Two times a day. But she didn't unfortunately. Uh, she still had a great year. But Dr. Disrespect really did um, a great job. And uh, his speech was quite good and stuff like that, so yeah. Yeah, I
1: was quite happy with his speech where didn't, he didn't come out and be like full on in Dr. Disrespect. No,
0: it was a very yeah. tame version of Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> um, most anticipated game went to Last of Us Part 2. Um, Shocker. Yeah, I think it's probably my most anticipated game as well, so can't really argue there. Best sports slash racing game went to mo- uh, Fools of Motorsports 7, which is obviously... Amazing for uh, turn ten who every other year, I believe, make a great racing game and uh very, very, very happy for them. Um Falls of Seven's meant to be immense. Um super happy for them that they've got this award, so good, good for them. Um one of the one of the many studios I'd like to visit. I've been to Rare, so what I've got to do is get to turn ten and You're I've done all the UK ones. To check them off. I've been to Rare, so now I've got to get to Turn 10, and we're good. We're good. That's UK one's done. Then, you know, we start flying out to America and start doing it. Cool. Um, next one. Uh, best strategy game. Went to Mario plus Rabbids Battle Kingdom. Doesn't really affect us over here in Xbox land, but it is a phenomenal game from what I've played. Um, very early on. But um, probably that or Persona should have won. So I was okay with it, personally. Persona was an care. RPG. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm totally yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. I think what one oh, we'll get there. Persona 1 best RPG we'll get there. Sorry. No, yeah. Uh what else was in this category? Sorry, strategy. It was this oh, Halo uh, Wars.
1: This Halo Wars 2 Total War um, Hammer 2. Yeah. Uh Tooth and Tail I think was in the
0: Yeah sorry i misspoke i misspoke that's uh right. best family game went to super mario odyssey no surprise there i personally don't agree doesn't think that's a family game where mario kart is or even splatoon 2 or something else Mar- mario i don't see me and my family sitting around playing mario on my switch i see us playing kart or No, i see myself
1: else. locking in my locking myself in my room for 10 hours at a time to play a mario game
0: but yeah exactly exactly um best fighting game went to injustice 2 which yes. um yeah i feel like i feel like injustice 2 had a great year this year especially considering uh marvel vs capcom will come out this year um at the same time which people weren't weren't made they weren't all over it like i thought they would be even me i wanted that game so bad and then they come and i was like yeah
1: i think injustice whatever. 2 was like it was made for someone like me Someone who wanted a big story, I wanted a big single player component. Like, because I'm not really into online fighting games, but in Justice 2, I played it for like probably about 20 hours because I had the story and I had the multiverse, so I could just play it offline and not have to worry about getting beat Good up online. Me. Yeah. Mm,
0: I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Best role playing game went to Persona 5, a game that I had a little rant about two weeks ago. Said it should be on Xbox. Why didn't we get this on Xbox?
1: It's you amazing, know, though.
0: I've heard great things. I've heard great things. Uh, best action slash adventure game, which I think is two totally different things in my opinion from action yeah. and adventure game, but sure. Uh, it went to Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, best action game went to Wolfenstein 2, which I'm sure people were so happy with.
1: I mean, yeah, definitely. I don't understand how you can have a best action game category and then a best action slash adventure category.
0: I look, I don't make these awards. I just, I just talk about them on the show. Um, so, shout out to I still haven't got around to playing it. I will. I promise. I will. I'm hoping to get to it by the end of the year. It's already the 8th of the month. I don't think I'm going to get there. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, best independent game. Went to Cuphead. Yeah, it did. Nah. I have. Um, I love Cuphead. I think it deserved this. Cuphead is too hard. Too hard. And I am. Um, gonna say i don't think i'm gonna get out of world one so Fix. that's you just shame. gotta
1: get good right
0: don't be like my twitch chat please <laughs> <laughs> uh best ongoing game went to overwatch which i think is personally the biggest piece of bullshit ever i mean it's um, not
1: fight me overwatch no, no. Is, okay. is, is amazing. hear me out
0: hear me out no best on uh, overwatch is an amazing game i don't play it but i'm i know it's an amazing game but when you've got Rainbow Six Siege, who has done so much for a game that no... Overwatch come out, yeah? Everyone loves it. It sells millions. it millions, millions, millions. That didn't happen with Siege. Siege comes out. It finds a niche audience. People are liking it, and it keeps building. And that's what an ongoing game does. It keeps building. And Siege has done that time and time and time and time again. Personally, I'm not in the Overwatch world. Don't get me wrong, so don't come for me. But is that what Overwatch has been doing? I've heard they've released two characters and some skins.
1: Oh, since I mean, since launch, it's been like four or five characters, a bunch of maps, a bunch of new modes. But no, I mean you're right. I mean, I voted for PUBG. Uh, so so even really though Overwatch, Overwatch, even though I like Overwatch stuff. more than PUBG, I still vote for PUBG.
0: So the, you've got that, and then this, the other game, which could be arguably be even better than Rainbow Six, in my opinion, which is GTA Online that yeah. game that get you if you do you remember going into GTA online for the first time because I do never play I, I remember going in there and being like okay this is cool whatever you can do this if you go in there now nah, it's a total different game like so i I feel a little bit upset about this category I'll be honest with you um games for impact uh hellblade one which I'm hearing Damn amazing right. things about I'm hearing amazing things about so that's yeah. cool um Best performance went to is it
1: Melina Melina Jergens Jergens
0: from Hellblade.
1: Do you know the story about how she got the job?
0: So isn't she? She said on stage that she was the video
1: editor. Yeah. So basically, um, she's. um, I always get these two mixed in Ninja Theory. uh, She was Ninja Theory. She's Ninja Theory's video editor, so she makes like trailers and and videos and cutscenes and stuff. And what happened was when they were doing they were doing mocap for Hellblade, um, she just went in as the stand in. And the team loved her so much, her performance so much, they put her in the game. So this is the first time she's ever acted. Like, that's crazy. Ever.
0: That's, that's crazy. such
1: a great story. I love uh, it.
0: Uh, best audio also went to Hellblade. Uh, best score slash music went to Near Automata. Best art direction, Cuphead. Best narrative, uh, What Remains of Edith Finch. Best game direction, Zelda Breath of the Wild and the big one game of the year The Legend of Zelda. Breath surprising. of the Wild, surprising no one. Um, yeah, I can't really talk about the main topic, I'll mention it slightly quickly. Wow, Horizon Zero don't really got fucked this year for to have nothing. Um,
1: so it comes with- a lot as well, like as a nominee. Mm-hmm. So I can't
0: really get into it here. Maybe go to my personal YouTube channel and make a video about it there. But, um, but as far as Game wow, of the Year goes, Persona
1: wow. 5 was robbed, and that's all I'm going to say on the subject.
0: That's Okay, well, you're entitled to your opinion, even if it's wrong. Um, Yeah, I don't think there was anything too crazy here. Like the Cuphead got the, the art direction, which I felt was number one. Game of the Year, it's been such a great year for, game, for, for games that... Any of the games that were nominated probably deserved to win. Honestly, um, it has been a great year. They did some great. They did a great job. They did a great job with the awards. And uh, thank you again, Jeff. I uh, I truly mean that. So thank you.
1: Oh, there was also the um, industry icon thing for Carol Shaw.
0: Oh, I haven't got that. That wasn't on the list that I had. Um, just, rem- yeah, so- just remember that yeah, uh, which was, I, I think they did a really good job of uh, explaining who she was, how she impacted the industry, and um, her speech as well. Because I thought I was listening to it, and it's always hard when someone uh, a little bit older gets up and speaks because you're worried about they're going to go too long. She did go long, but she didn't go too long, I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, she said what she had to say and um, did a great job. So, uh, yeah definitely that was an amazing feel good moment yeah that was a
1: brilliant moment of the show yeah we, there were a, a fair few of them as well
0: yeah i'm totally yeah andrew has coming out obviously again doesn't matter here but I, did, I didn't even know he was retiring i must have missed that piece of news so um yeah
1: so it's happens when you live in the xbox world folks.
0: that yo i'm that hardcore people were like yo you didn't know this why didn't you know this i'm like because
1: you are just sitting here me, like, baby. Who, who, who the fuck's you here, there? What? 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 <laughs> I don't know who
0: you're talking about. I gotta be serious with you. If you ain't Larry Herb or uh, uh, or uh, oh, Jesus Phil Spencer or Aaron Greenberg, who gives a fuck? Am I right? I'm right. Um, no. This here, from our, this here from this here from my boy Mike Lynch, and he says, Yo, yo, yo! What is going on, guys? Mike Lynch here. Um He's, he's currently, he's currently at the moment, I was talking to him because we've been playing Fortnite together. He's in this in-between period between whether he's going to give up YouTube and move on to Twitch. So, what I want you all to do is go follow him on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash streams That's Twitch.tv slash Um Mike, big support of the show. I appreciate you, sir. Go and support him. Twitch.tv slash streams Gary should we get into the news
1: yep just uh, following Mike Lynch streams
0: I right, appreciate it appreciate it first piece of news which is the biggest one for an Xbox fan I personally think because this game is very important to us I think which yep. is Sea of Thieves now has a release date uh Sea of Thieves will be released on the 20th of March 2018 for Xbox One and PC um I'm fine with the release date. Okay. Um, I, I've already been to Rare and played the game. Uh, love what I played at Rare. Don't love what I'm playing in the in the preview program. Um, but I haven't played because I signed an NDA. Not saying I won't talk about it. So I don't know what you are talking about. Um, but I'm worried about this game still.
1: Okay. People
0: still don't seem to understand what this game is. I don't understand what this game is. Um, I get it. We're a pirate. I get it. We're getting loot. I get it. This is where fun. But is that it? And I think that's it. I mean... And I'm a bit worried. I'm a bit worried. Rare it's hard for you to talk win. about
1: in the same way it's hard for me to talk about in the fact that we both signed NDAs.
0: So, okay. Did you play it at EGX? Uh,
1: no. Okay. At Q, I played man. it
0: at EGX. Pardon me. I played it at EGX. I can talk about that. I didn't sign an NDA there. No, so... Of The game, I'm having a lot of, I have fun with the game, but I still don't know what the end objective is of the game. Like, there's not a story, there's not a, I don't know what I'm spending all this just treasure on. I don't know how to get the ships, or I can get a little ship, I can get a big, like, what what am I doing? I still, the, the game has a release date now, and I still don't know what I'm meant to be doing in the goddamn game. And that worries me and I think that probably worries a lot of the listeners people listening it's like I think this is a wait and see one and i'm sure and I think this is gonna review really well which scares me even more because it's gonna review well people are gonna some people are gonna pick it up and then be like i don't get it i just don't i love rare and i've been like I've been there i love rare i love the team I love everything about it but what is the game you Yarr, with
1: me d yeah, it's about pirates. <laughs> I know that much. I know
0: that much. Um, next piece of news, which was quite a surprise a surprising one, which is Soul Calibur Six has been announced. Um, are you a fighting game fan? I know you just said you play Injustice, but a bit. so Soul Calib- for me, Soul Calibur was one of them fighting games that I played, but I was always a Tekken guy. Right. Like Tekken was where I was at. But then I remember um the GameCube version having Link in it. And being like, "Yo,
1: I had that version.
0: Yo, yo, this is crazy." And I feel like with this, with this new Soul Calibur, obviously Bandai no Co, um bringing out another bringing out another game, which I don't think anyone was like like thought was going to happen. Um, if they can bring something special to the Xbox version of this game, so meaning a certain character um who would you want like obviously xbox don't really have those iconic characters like nintendo or playstation in my opinion all we got is master chief um
1: what about cuphead
0: oh yeah we are gonna put cuphead in there whatever um i think probably i think we might get a maybe gears war
1: old man marcus phoenix you could get the Arbiter from halo i mean he kind of fits because you know he uses a big energy sword so
0: yeah, I get you. I get you. Um but yeah, I'm I'm in I'm in for this. i'm I'm very much looking forward to playing. Hundred percent looking Calibre. forward to Soul
1: Hundred percent not looking forward to my next podcast because for the for the last two years one of my co hosts has been saying they're gonna make a new Soul Caliber game and I've been continuously shooting him down for two years. So well, that's gonna time, be awkward.
0: Time to bite the bullet. Yeah. Time to bite the bullet. Um, next one. Was A Way Out now has a release date. A Way Out will be released on the 23rd of March 2018 for PS4, Xbox One and PC. The co-op experience from Hayes Light, the developer behind Brothers A Tale of Two Sons, will allow you to play the game online with a friend even if the other player doesn't have a copy of the game. That's really interesting
1: that's an incredibly incredibly smart move considering you can only play the game co-op you can't play it by yourself
0: so but does this not now set a um a roof on the like a, a ceiling on the game because it's like okay so me me and you decide we want to play this game
1: uh-huh.
0: we bo- both don't know don't have to buy it so that's like two 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 people's worth of money like th- they must have slashed, they've got their, will, set. will this go far, far enough that we'll play it together, which means then, oh, so I buy it, So I, and I go, Gary, I want to play it with you. And then you'll go, okay, so you play it, and then you think you're going to go, that was so good that I'm going to buy it now, and let someone else experience it. And then that knock-on effect, knock-on effect, knock-on effect, or do you think it's going to go the other way, which is, we play it, we experience it, and we're done.
1: I think what EA are banking on is i think cuz one of the cuz this was one of my most anticipated games oh, out, coming out of E3 100% easily um and i love the guy who develops it but we'll talk about him in a little bit mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. i think one of the big pieces of feedback coming out of it was wait this is co-op only like you've got to have somebody else to play the game with and what i think what i think ea heard out of that was that might be a sales limiter in and of itself so okay. by including this like, we're fine because obviously you've got a community of people and I've got a community of people, but if you're just a guy who plays games by himself but you really want to play this because it it is oh, yeah. a really good-looking game, mm-hmm. you can get a code and give it to a friend who might not have been interested in the first place.
0: Okay. All right. All right, I'm with you. I feel you. So what I will say as well, especially on the Xbox side of things, I wonder if the game sharer will get a code as well.
1: So, like... Mm-hmm. I, I hope not i hope not i don't think that i don't think so
0: i hope not like i hope it's not that easy to manipulate or it's not just send an invite it is like an actual code that you have to give to somebody it's not like an unlimited lose, uh, use which is like
1: i think it might be a one-off i think it might yeah, just be give
0: that that'd be better but then obviously you have idiots out there selling the code um that's the problem that you got if it is that which is you're gonna have people out there on ebay like oh who wants to buy this and then it's like for the same price as what they paid it's just like Crap people are crappy, unfortunately. unfortunately. Or hustling, which again I respect the hustle. My bad. Um Yeah, we'll talk about that gentleman a little bit later on in the show. Uh which Fire revealed a new first person shooter from the creators of Vanishing of Edith Carter, as well as Painkiller and Bulletstorm, Uh was revealed at the show uh watching the *Haunted* debut trailer. You can watch The Haunted Day above, but you can't, because this is not IGN, sorry. Can't be Joe. Um, yeah, sh-
1: <laughs> I love the way this was revealed, by the way. When it was like, it was like the first like person... It seemed like a walk-in sim. And walking sim. Then... Walking thing. It's from the guys who made Vanishing of Ethan Carter, and it's like, oh, Ethan Carter, I remember that. That was that walking simulator game. Yeah. And then he pulls the shotgun out, and it's just like, but also Painkiller and Bulletstorm, and then it just goes crazy. I was like, I was down for that. <clears throat> Not necessarily the game, just the way they revealed it with the taglines. I like the
0: way they revealed it, don't get me wrong, but I just... mm, It didn't do anything for me.
1: I wasn't massively impressed with the trailer, but... Bulletstorm is one of my favourite first-person shows.
0: Oh, you're a piece of shit. (laughs) Wow, I'm learning so much about you.
1: First show back, and I'm already a piece of
0: shit. Wow, the new new tagline. My co-host this week, Bulletstorm lover yeah i've got it
1: i'm not the man behind the reviews anymore i'm, nope. I'm just
0: wow I'm, you, i don't i personally didn't love uh budget storm at all like no just annoying and very frustrating and just, just no
1: well no. i mean as you said earlier fix your entitled to your opinion oh. even if it's wrong
0: Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, even if it is wrong. Uh, world War Z video game revealed. This one come out of nowhere. Uh, a World War Z video game announcement trailer kicked off this year's Game Awards. The four-player co-op game has a campaign that features survivors' stories from around the world, including locations like New York, Moscow, and Jerusalem. Players will be able to use a number of weapons, traps, barriers, and the environment to defeat zombie hordes. Saber Interactive, the studio behind NBA Playgrounds, and one of the studios that worked on the Halo Master Chief Collection, is developing the game for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Cool. I'm a, I'm a sucker for zombies, so I really it's like a zombie the- game, it's got co-op it's got survival elements you put traps down i in. this is this is me all day long i'll be right honest. there
1: with you because i'm a big world world z fan so
0: yeah i'm i i love zombies and it's, it's one of those it's one of those you put everyone's like zombies are played that and i'm like no more zombies please like i don't know i just love i love zombie games i love i love four player co-op i love survival i love all of that every it sounds like i never see world world z i might have to watch it. Um,
1: I never saw the film. Never saw the yeah.
0: Film. No, I never saw the film, and I haven't read the book. But um, yeah, sure. The one thing I will say, obviously, we know how Halo Master Chief Collection launched. Uh, yeah. Some approach with caution, but then NBA uh, Playgrounds was fine. So. I think the Master
1: Chief Collection was just knackered because it was four different games from three different generations of consoles trying to work on an Xbox One or two. Yeah. Different. Yeah.
0: And what I mean, what I mean by that is more the online element. Yeah, uh, yeah, was a shambles at launch. Yes, and, it was. Um, So, yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, next one we got, Fortnite, a game that I've been playing. You've been playing it as well, I believe, mm-hmm. at some point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Battle Royale 50 versus 50 mode. Uh, Epic Games revealed a new 50 versus 50 mode for Fortnite Battle Royale. The mode is now available for a limited time and will be available through Sunday, December 17th. Um. So, I saw this and it looked really cool. I like the idea of it's two big teams all built up in castles, just taking each other out. The problem I have with it is a limited time thing, and I don't understand why. Because what I'm guessing it is is I haven't played yet. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Talking out my arse here, just shooting the shit. Um. Maybe you build the base, which is what the main element is of the uh, the original Fortnite, which then gets you in. It's like, oh, I like this, so maybe I'll then buy Fortnite. Buy the Fortnite. Finally, Um, that's one of the thoughts I've got. I just don't get the whole limited time thing. Why? Why add a mode that's only limited time? You're taking something away from people for no reason. 100%.
1: I didn't catch the limited time bit when I was watching the awards last night. So I was just like, this sounds really cool. And then, as I was reading through stuff this morning, I was like, wait, it's only on them for, like, what? A week and a half? The
0: the other thing that worries me about this is that, yeah, obviously it's not going to be very long, number one. And number two, it's like, okay, cool. So can I party up with 50 of my friends to go against 50 other people? which would be a hot no, it's going to be, you have to party up in fours, and that, again, doesn't seem, I would much rather, hey, my Xbox and me community, 50 versus 50, everyone jump on this free to play, let's go take out as many fours as we can. Can
1: you imagine but that I'd, voice chat, though?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the voice chat's already pretty bad when there's only four people in, so, yeah, I'm with you there, um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know, it's, it's, n- yeah, um, I, like, I like the idea. I don't know if it was executed well, personally. Um, it seems like a lot of work for something that's going to end very short.
1: I have a feeling it'll be back. It'll probably be an event that they keep bringing back.
0: Mm, I guess, okay, whatever. This is your moment, Gary. Read this one. This is your goddamn moment.
1: I love... I love this was my favourite thing that happened at the Game Awards last night. Joseph Farris... Sorry, I've got to look right over there and read. Joseph Farris, creator of A Way Out and brothers a tale of two sons went off script during his game awards appearance briefly addressing his relationship with ea and the controversy surrounding the company's recent microtransaction decisions farris made it clear how much a way out is the game he wanted to make unrestricted by publisher hindrances quote this is my idea doesn't have anything to do with the ea shit going on with the loot boxes and stuff Farris said specifically in regard to the idea of giving players the chance to play a way out online with a friend with only one copy of the game which Jeff was trying to get him to say yeah but he he never did swearing
0: which I loved
1: (laughs) uh where am I anyway uh quote EA has been very good to me and to be honest with you because it's nice to hate EA dot 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 all publishers fuck up sometimes that's how it is he said, in this case, they've been treating me very well. I have 100% of the income to my team for the game. He also said, fuck the Oscars several times and flipped the camera off. And it was incredible. I loved every moment of it.
0: So this was one of those moments where you're sitting there watching. And you're like, all right, this guy, I already love this guy. Because I love I loved the look of the game. And then he says everything that he says. And then, yeah, he hits you with the fuck the Oscars, which I'm a guy that loves to swear. But I don't know if I have the balls to say it. In that capacity, I gotta be honest with you.
1: It's the fact that he goes, he goes, you know what? Fuck the Oscars, fuck the Oscars, fuck you! And then he carries on a bit, and then he turns to Jeff and he goes, "Is is it okay to swear?" Yeah, <laughs> like...
0: yeah. Um, and uh, it was just one of those moments that I'll never forget, um, and it's made me buy, made me want to buy this game even more so. But um, he does say something very, very important here, and I think you can take it as you wish. Uh, I'm going to take it a certain way, which is all publishers fuck up. And it is easy to hate EA. They they are facts. They are facts. And um, I was having a little bit of fun with my Twitch chat. Every time Star Wars come up, I booed. And they were like, why are you booing? I was like, you know, why not? Because you
1: need to boo that shit, man.
0: But (laughs) I think he, he does hit on something here, which is like, well, they're treating him well. And again, the loot box situation with EA I feel like is over now until they put it back in and until that time comes can we go back to just wait and see like don't just everything EA we hate that's just which again you can't I have to buy this game it looks so good and I have to unfortunately to get this game I have to support EA who tried to fuck us on loot boxes and uh stuff credits and everything else but you know it's uh it's one of those things at the end of the day but not everyone's evil, I don't think.
1: No, I mean, there's people that work there, you know what I mean? Like, the EA team that was responsible for the decisions in Battlefront 2 is probably completely different to the EA Originals team who work with the indies, like Joseph.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, I can't wait for a way out. Um, super interested and uh, should be good, should be good. I'm really looking forward to it, really. Am. Uh, not long now, either. Life is Strange, Before the Storm. Episode 3, release date announced, the third and final episode of the prequel series, Life is Strange Before the Storm, which technically isn't true, but I guess it kind of is. Uh, Hell is Empty will be available on December 20th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, Hayden's playing through this, I'm watching her play it, and dude, this game. I really wish I would have got into these games. And, and I, I might even just have one. to play it. I might have to just play it on her account. She's got the first one and she's got this one. These games are so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, So good. So I, I can't wait to watch her play episode two and three. Uh, She's been too busy to play two. But uh, I watched episode one and uh, that was a lot of fun. There's some fills there, man. There's some fills there. Oh, it definitely call. gets me. It definitely gets me. I'm an emotional guy as it is. Do but... you know
1: anything about uh, season one?
0: Uh, yeah, I've watched, I watched uh, all of season one.
1: Fair enough. There were some hardcore feels there, definitely for sure. Yeah,
0: um, it was. It's weird. It's one of those games because of who it is and the characters who it is. I was like, this doesn't look like a game for me personally, and I still stand by that. I Don't think it is a game for me to play. But it's definitely a game I love watching Haley play. I love watching her make those decisions and sit there and think, why did you like? Why did you make that decision? And obviously, this game's not got the rewind features. It's not got some of the other stuff and this one i like this one even more honestly wow. um just from a sheer like the D D part which is amazing i haven't seen um, any of it yet yeah i won't spoil it but it's amazing it's amazing it's D. Uh, uh, yeah <laughs> good, point. good point good point um there was rumors around that devil may cry 5 is in the works and nah. it was gonna be a playstation ex- uh, exclusive I don't know if this debunks that, but Devil May Cry HD Collection is coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC on March 13th, 2018. Everyone loves March. Uh, The collection includes Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry Cry 2, Devil May Cry 3, Dante's Awakening, Special Edition with all three games running at 60 FPS according to Capcom. It will be available digitally and at retail for $30 so, does this debunk uh, Devil May Cry 5? You think this is what the rumblings were, not a new game?
1: No, you see, the thing about Capcom is a lot of people have given them shit recently for doing a lot of re releases and a lot of remasters. For which but they what have. But they have, for sure. But what it seems that they've been doing is I think they've been gauging sales because we've got the Mega Man Legacy collection. And then lo and yeah. behold, we've got Mega Man 11 coming out. And I Resident feel like. Resident
0: Evil's all the Yeah, Yep, released. Resident
1: Evil. I imagine uh, the HD remaster of the first Resident Evil went some way to guiding the development of Resident Evil 7. Um, I have a feeling that this is a, a them test in the water. For, so you think
0: you think if this sells well we see new Devil May Cry?
1: I think for sure, yeah, cuz the last Devil May Cry which came out was 2013 or something like that. That sounds right, yeah. It wasn't it it wasn't well received and it didn't sell well. So. It was
0: the that was the reboot, right? The yeah. The, the yeah. Um yeah, I I am it's hard. As much as I hate Capcom for banning me on Twitter, I love Capcom cuz they made my favorite franchise of all time. Um as much as I hate the whole HD collection re-release crap, I love remakes and I'm getting Resident Evil 2 remake, so It's one of those hard ones. I can can deal with this. And from someone who buys every single Resident Evil game on every single platform, I cannot really speak on this. This is one of those ones where I'm like, oh, fuck you. Oh, but I'll keep buying it. Fuck you. For sure, I'll buy it. (laughs) And as soon as they announce um, uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica X, oh my God. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And just the one thing I will say about this real quick, this will be... Mark my words, Episode 109, My Xbox and Me. I believe this will be the last generation where we get this sort of thing. Because I feel like everything will be backwards compatible now. Where they'll be like, it just doesn't make sense. It's Now it will be, so it's running at 1080 uh 60 right? Yep. So then next year it'll be, well, all we can do really is bring it up to 4K for the next generation. Yep. Which is like, A patch. no... It's a patch. That's what people are doing. It's patching. So I feel like this may be the last generation that we get these type of money cashing HD remakes.
1: I think you might be right, um, purely because the way consoles work now is they're a lot closer to the same way PCs work. Whereas before, um, with like the Xbox 360 and the PS3 and going back, it's like they worked so differently, it was hard to make backwards compatibility viable.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just that's just that's my two cents. That's my two cents. Um, big one, Gary. Big one, big one, big one. And this is a big one because I love the franchise a lot. Me too. A new Tomb Raider game is coming, which we know, and will be will and and it was rumored that it might be revealed at the Game Awards. It wasn't. Um Funny how everyone sort of comes up with their news around the Game Awards. Weird, that. Hmm. Um. Sorry, a new Tomb Raider game is coming, and a reveal will take place with a major event in 2018. But there may be more to the announcement. The game will officially reveal beginning... Sorry, yeah, I did read it all right. Quote, with a major event in 2018, and the team confirmed on Twitter, there will only be a short time between the reveal and when the players can get their hands on the game. From the Tomb Raider Twitter... And they tweeted a message to our fans, and it reads like this. <clears throat> Square Enix is excited to share some big news with the you next year. Honestly, we wish we could share it with you right now, but taking a new approach this time. A new Team Raider game is coming. Driven by our goals of putting our fans first, we want you to know that it won't be very long between the official reveal and when you can play. Our journey together will begin with a major event in 2018. We simply can't wait to take you on Laura cross defining adventure. Woo! What do you make of this, Gary?
1: All right, it's it's been a while since Tomb Raider: Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, uh, two years, fifteen. Yeah. Because it was two That's years right. between the first one and rise
0: sounds right sounds right
1: so mm, when they say major event i don't know whether they're talking about they're going to do their own event or whether they're just talking about e3 which obviously is the major <sighs> event
0: but it's early next year right
1: i have a feeling they're going to announce it maybe in sort of spring and really or try and release it maybe in the summer towards the end of and- summer maybe okay yeah I have a feeling they want it. I feel. I have a feeling they're trying to take a Fallout approach with it, the same way Bethesda did Fallout Four.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: And just say okay. Here's a question for you:
0: is. is Tomb Raider big enough to do something like this? Um, we've got to assume it's multi-platform. They won't put it behind a uh, no, That was a exclusivity idea deal time. with Xbox. Um, a tired exclusivity deal with Xbox, I should say. Um, yeah, this would be a multi-platform just. It is. Here's the announcement. Here's the game. Three months later, sort of thing.
1: I wish more games would take that approach. To be honest with you, um, but I think Tomb Raider is a, a big name. Got a lot. Yeah. Of, it's recognizable to a lot of people. Hundred um, percent. And if it manages to not release at the same time as Fallout Fallout Four or a game as big as Fallout Four, like it did last time, mm-hmm. um, I think it's got a, a good chance of making a decent sort of sales.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm yeah. I'm I'm more Tomb Raider. Than yes, please. I'm all over that. All over that. Um, we've got some sad-ish news. Uh, Ubisoft has delayed two of its upcoming games, Far Cry Five and The Crew Two, as well as one unannounced title. Far Cry Five. <coughs> um, excuse
1: me. <laughs>
0: Far Cry Five's release at date has been pushed back one month and will come out. March twenty-seven, uh, March twenty-seventh, twenty eighteen. Instead of its originally announced release date of February twenty-seventh, twenty eighteen. Meanwhile, the crew will now be will be now will be released in the first half of the twenty eighteen twenty nineteen physical year, rather than on March sixteenth, twenty eighteen. That physical year runs from April first, twenty eighteen, to March thirty-first, twenty nineteen. In addition. Ubisoft also delayed a third unannounced franchise title. The game originally pinned uh, planned for release in 2018-19 physical year will come out in 2019-2020 physical year. The reason for the delays is to allow developers more time to work on these free games. This is an approach Ubisoft notes the company took with the past uh, titles like Assassin's Creed Origins. Taking more time with Assassin's Creed Origins, oh, sorry, quote, Taking more time with Assassin's Creed Origins enabled our talented developer team to fully express their creative visions. Uh, Chris... Chris,
1: Christine Burgess... Burgess... Go on,
0: hit me, hit me. Yeah, go on. That's the one one that scared me. Um, Said Ubisoft Worldwide Studios executive directors, quote, as expected, this has been a very positive impact on the game's quality and largely uh, participated... Uh, to its commercial success. Taking a similar approach, we have decided to invest additional development time in the the three upcoming games. I'm very happy about this when it comes to uh, Far Cry 5. Uh, We both played Far Cry 5 at EGX this year. And I think me, you, and we had Dave with us. And um, all three of us walked away going, "That, that, that looks good and it feels good, but something wasn't right. There's a bit of it. There was something not right. Um was fun to play. It was more Firecry, which I cannot wait for, especially after the Amazing Assassin's Creed game we've had this year, in my opinion. Um, I'm glad they're taking the extra month for polish, I would assume. Um, they're actually just making sure everything is fine-tuned, balanced, feels good. Um, no frame rate issues, hopefully stuff like that, which... Um, I'm all for. I'm all about that. The so. only thing to
1: remember is, like, game delays can suck if you're excited and looking forward to a game, but games don't get worse when they get delayed. Like, they can only get better. 100%. You hit
0: your now on the head there, dude. You hit the now on the head. Um, We've got a couple more. We're almost at the end there. Don't worry, guys. It's a long old show. Uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue HD. Rated for PS4 and Xbox One. Assassin's Creed Rogue may be coming to the PS4 and Xbox One, according to recent listings on the Korean game rating board. Never played that Assassin's Creed. I won't play it. After playing Assassin's Creed Origins, I don't need to play another Assassin's Creed game because that is the best one there is. So, I'm Gucci.
1: You? You interested in this? Rogue? No, I never played it. And to be honest, I don't really go back that often. Um... So i'll probably probably skip it again i feel like the better days of that particular sort of phase of the assassin's creed franchise would way before rogue so
0: yeah i'm with you uh two and then two goes, brotherhood yeah from the ones i've played it goes origins two one boom mega man 11 is a real thing gary and is coming to Xbox One, PS4, Nintendo Switch and PC next year. Capcom announced the game during its 30th anniversary Mega Man live stream. Uh, with a specific release date has yet to be announced. The title will come sometime in late 2018.
1: Fix. Dreams do come true.
0: Do you like Mega Man? You a Mega Man dude?
1: I am, a, I am a Mega Man fan. Mega Man 3 is one of my favourite games of all time.
0: Ooh. Oh okay. I recorded okay. a
1: podcast the day before they announced this. Talking <laughs> about rumors about Mega Man. Yeah. And I, li- I literally said to my co host, i literally said it my dream would be Meg would be a new Mega Man game, but we're not gonna get it. Next yeah. day, boom, Mega Man eleven.
0: So two point two point five D, um I think some people were hoping for a little bit more, which was like an open world Mega Man game or something like oh, that. You are you okay with what we got?
1: I'm fine with two and a half D for sure. Um, I feel like really, I feel like going the route of just releasing like the same thing. I think the last one came out in, like 2000, um, Mega Man 10. So I feel like they need to do some stuff. They need to. Uh, they need to mighty number no. nine it without mighty number no. Nineing it if that makes sense. <laughs> I was
0: gonna say, are you sure you wanna say that? <laughs> yeah, they, they need they need to,
1: to update it for the modern gamer without fucking it up. Like mighty number no. nine was fucked up. Mm. So I feel like two and a half D, I feel like the new art style. I feel like I'm gonna reserve judgment on it until I play it, but I couldn't be happier that Mega Man 11 is a thing that's gonna happen next year.
0: Fair enough. Um Games with gold. Warhammer End Times, December 1st to December 31st.
1: Which is a really good game. I shouted that at you when I was watching the podcast last week and you were just like, nobody cares. And I was like, I care. It's a good yeah, nobody game. Nobody
0: cares. Nobody cares. Uh, Back to the Future, the game, 30th Anniversary Edition, December 16th, is it January 15th? I don't like hearing January. I know it's coming, but it scares me. Uh, Child of Eden, December 1st to December 15th. And Marlo Briggs, and the mask of death from december 16th till the 31st those are your games of gold download them you've paid for them why not why not i don't I still don't get it when people are like i'm not going to play that game I was like i totally get you're not going to play that game but why would you not download the thing you paid for
1: 100 yeah
0: like just have it in your catalog don't even for download one day. it
1: just add it to your library
0: that's what I mean that's like that's yeah, what just you have to start library, and then and then, Is that, then you've got it you've got the yeah. license. why would you not do that I don't I had this route with uh, my uncle all the time fishes like, I'm not gonna play that I'm like I know but why why not have it
1: like I got some total crap in my library on my Xbox purely because I'm games with gold subscriber
0: why would you not have it I exactly just, like, don't I don't know um Let's get to fix this sack this week. And we got some emails, Gary. We got some goddamn emails, which I'm very happy with. We're going to start with Richard Bennett's email, which he says, Yep, audio is sorted now. Much better. Thanks so much. I want in on the PUBG invitation uh, when it hits Xbox next week. Gamer tag is paste is proof. P A S T I S P R O O F. Go add Richard. Um always enjoy the show keep it up cheers rich um very important again i'll go for it again which is we will be doing a my xbox and me game night you guys have been shouting at me so much oh we want to bring back the game nights you need to do game nights again from next year we will be doing a game night once a month whether it's me hosting it or gary hosting it because he's got his own twitch channel now which is amazing um or if we make a Mixer account for my Xbox, Me or whatever, whatever the case may be. We will be doing a game night once a month. I will announce it on the first week of every month, what game it is we're going to do. And then the game of month will then take place at the end of the month. Um... We will all come together. We will play games. We'll split off in different groups. You can watch it live if you're not into playing uh, some of these multiplayer games or don't want to be involved. You can just come and chill with the audience, which a lot of people do. Um, but PUBG is the one we're coming back. Like I said, the 12th. Um, the 12th is when we're going to be doing it. Uh, it's going to be from 7 p.m. onwards, GMT. Um, everyone's invited. Come and play PUBG with me, Gary, other people that want to get involved. Um we don't buy it, and I love to hear voices and know that there are people listening to this goddamn show. Um, people like Rich, who emailed in, said, you sucks. So it's like, that got fixed because of him. I didn't realise. It wasn't happening on my headphones for some reason. So you need to let me know. Give me that feedback. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, definitely. 12th, be there. Be there. You gonna be there, Gary?
1: I'm certainly gonna try to be there.
0: That's a hot... Gary's not going to be there. Um, Hello, Fixer and Company. Gaming goals. Do you have any? This past year, I set some goals to match my gamer score and achievement count for the previous year. Needless to say, I smashed them. I also try to complete, unlock all achievements, one game a month. These help me focus on my objective, which is clearing my backlog as much as I can. Curious to know if you set goals for yourself thanks Ruaka
1: dude. first of all well done for achieving your goals
0: yeah oh yes 100% 100% well done to you for smashing out your goals um Gary you got any, got any do, you, do you set goals like things that you, you want to achieve and do and stuff is yeah, that something for you
1: review all of the games <laughs> and it's never happened yet but I'm getting there
0: I think I come at it from such a different uh, perspective now. I, my my overall goal is to try and experience as many amazing games from start to finish through the whole year. From And I mean that very importantly, which is from start to finish. Um, there's too many times I pick up games and don't finish them, uh, which, which I feel like... Of good games, I mean, like I've never, I haven't finished Zelda. I've never finished a Zelda game. I have never finished. I only this was this year was the first year I ever finished a Final Fantasy game. Like there's so many games that I've played that are amazing games, but I never see the end credits on them. And I, my this was my year of playing certain games. So I played, I played all the Batman games this year. That was something that I was. There's certain games I wanted to go back this year and play to experience. People talk about certain games that changed their life. So I played Skyrim this year. Didn't get it. I played, um, like I said, I played Batman. I played Skyrim. Um, what other games were there that people were just like, you have to try this. That, that was more what I did this year, was more a case of people are talking about this thing a lot. This is what, you don't have that, that knowledge on this and why. Because you're too lazy because you're playing Siege or something else. So for me, it's different because, cause I'm a, cause I'm, I am a, I do YouTube and Twitch uh, as my as my full time um, job, which you can support over on Twitch, uh, Patreon dot com slash um, For me, it's like it's a weird one because you got you find this, you find this. People don't understand it, but it's like, it's like oh, you sit around playing games. It's like, yeah, I guess, but you miss all the editing, and um, you miss all like the, the the emails I have to do and. Reaching out for PR codes and stuff like that, so it's not just the sit down and play games. And then they sit down and play games and try being entertaining for eight hours. And people are like, oh, you only play this type of game. It's like because that's what my audience wants to see. I play Siege a lot because people want to see me play Siege. I love PUBG. People stop watching me play PUBG, so I have to stop playing PUBG. So it's hard for me. I get dictated to a lot in in what I do. It's hard. But um
1: preach, brother.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, as a content creator, it's hard. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of games you've reviewed that you're just like, I really don't want to review this, but I have to review this.
1: Oh God, yes. And sometimes you get surprised. Sometimes I'll play a game that I had no interest in, and I'll think, you know what? Actually, I'm glad I played that, and I'm glad I like I for- like I'm glad I had to force myself to sit down and actually play it. But that's where my goals sort of just are. My goals are sort of on a weekly basis or a monthly basis of right. I know what I need to try and play within this certain time frame, to review it. And, yeah. I'd love to, like, yeah. go for Platinums, or, sorry, yeah, but maximum achievements, uh, yeah. or whatever.
0: Like, I used to... There's something I've learned this year, which was... Um, I used to be an achievement hunter, achievement whore. I used to... I'd play all the crappy games for achievements, and I was, But I've learned over time that my time is too precious. I would much rather play... Um, uh, 310 hours of PUBG having fun than play 310 hours of games I disliked but getting 1,000G. Um, so, yeah, I just prioritise a little bit different now. Uh, um, so, yeah, it's... um. I- I set goals in different ways. Like, for me, I set goals as a business. Like, my business has goals where I want to be on Twitter, where I want on Instagram, where I want to be on Twitch, where I want to be on YouTube, where I would like the Patreon to get to. Stuff like that. That's where I set my goals. And then gaming is more... Let's have fun and let's try and start a game and finish a game um, without getting distracted of moving on to the next thing. That's why I like games as service games, honestly. Because it's something you can sprinkle in. Like Assassin's Creed Origins. Love that game. Played over, I've got over 60, 70 hours on that game. And I finished it. Yeah, it's, look at, you're pulling faces, <laughs> but I literally, think about how much side quest stuff I did. And I how remember, much hunting yeah. I did. And how much, I was literally, for the first 20 hours of the game, I was just hunting. And leveling up my gear. And experiencing the world. And that's why I have such a, a fondness for that game. If I just wanted to get through achievements, quick, 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 I couldn't do that with a game like that. Yeah. So, that's me. Gary, you, you've you got, like, certain... Apart from reviewing, is there anything, like... Do, do you, like, set out to, like... You must finish more games than most people that I know, actually, because you're a
1: reviewer. Probably, yeah. So <laughs>
0: you, get, you get to the end of everything. Is that, like, something you, like, strive for? It's like, yo, I'm going to start this, and I'm going to get to the end. Or, um, or do you have, like, achievements and stuff? It
1: very much depends on the time of year. So, uh, through sort of, like, the summer... Like, actually, now is a really good sort of example... Um, because all the big releases are actually out now. I'm going through my backlog. Um, so things that I missed throughout 2017. So I am literally sitting down and going, right, this game from start to finish. And then I'll start doing a review for it. And then it's like, once I've done that, I'll be like, right, next. And I've like, I'll have like i just look at the list and go, what do I feel like playing right now? That, start to finish. Um, but sometimes it is a case of, right, three games have just come out all on the same day. Um... And sometimes it is just a case of sometimes chopping and changing between different games, like Assassin's Creed and Wolfenstein both came out on the same day, yeah, which was obviously quite difficult. I was fortunate enough that I was doing a twenty-five hour charity live stream, um, so I, I had an excuse to sit down and play for quite a long period of time. Um, but and yeah, in terms of goals, it is just sort of like looking ahead and seeing right this day and this week, I can set aside some time to work on reviews so yeah i need to have something finished by then
0: fair enough fair enough thank you for the amazing question
1: uh keep that was coming, a really, really good question seriously
0: my xbox and me podcast at gmail.com um keep on coming guys love it love it love it um duh, 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 duh. where are we last one last one for the day it's quite a long one so okay. this let's settle in Just, let's se- <clears throat> hello you glorious sexy men I hope this email finds you well. Kick, kick bar and playing some Xbox. It's amazing how things have changed for both Ubisoft and EA within one year. Ubisoft, Ubisoft had a mixed 2016, but for 2017, they've had nothing but a great year. With games like For Honor, Wildlands, Mario Rabbits, and all the way to Assassin's Creed Origins, with most getting critically acclaimed and selling well. On top of that, they've kept up support on other titles, aka Rainbow Six Siege. Gary, you need to join us. Plus, they arguably had the best press conference at EA. At uh, E3, sorry.
1: Devolver Digital had the best press conference at E3, but go on.
0: Now, when it comes to EA... They have had a great 2016 with FIFA hitting record numbers and Battlefield One, but a year later they've probably had a 2017 to forget. Mass Effect Andromeda sells poorly and mixed with fans, uh, mixed with fans and was glitchy as hell. After that, they closed the studio. Get hit with a lot of fan backlash. Next they arguably had the worst E3 conference. I disagree. Then they moved on to the closure of Visceral Games. And cancelled the Star Wars game. A story. And. Game a lot of diehard Star Wars fans were waiting for. Again. A lot of backlash. Lastly. They angered Star Wars. They angered Star Wars fan. And games alike. Gamers alike. Sorry. This is. Not me. With their predatory microtransaction loot boxes for Battlefront 2. So, with all of that out, you're probably wondering what is my question? There isn't one. It's just ama- <laughs> it just amazes me how different a year makes for two companies. Keep up your great work. Your fan and lover, Mr. Moody. Like I said, there's not really a question here. He's just making statements. Um, um,
1: yes. Yes. But. That, yes, I get, just yes? Did I, just, oh, okay. did I get the answer right? Was that yes? No
0: question. Um, You made some good points. You made some really good points. You're only stating facts. Um, EA have still had a killer year financially. Oh, yeah. God, yes. Um. Ubisoft have had probably one of their arguably best years in a long, 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 long time. Like I said, there's not really a question here. You're just sort of stating facts. Yeah, there's uh, an extenuating
1: circumstances for Ubisoft having a good year with uh, the whole Vivendi potential takeover thing. Because obviously they're yeah. trying to fight it by increasing their share price, which they can only do if they make popular games that make a lot of money. So, Which they're doing. Which they are absolutely doing right now.
0: So yeah, um not really much to add there, honestly. Fuck blue just... boxes. Sure. Um uh, that is it. Let's plug 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 and get ourselves out of here, Gary. Uh what have we got to plug this week?
1: Twitch.tv slash words about games. I need more followers. Please follow me. I love you well, all.
0: Let me tell you about something like that, a little bit about following people, yeah? It doesn't really matter if I'm honest with you.
1: I just want to hit that fifty threshold. <laughs> is that where you want to get to 50 50
0: all right we'll make it happen watch Definitely don't
1: watch happen. i'm not really that bothered just just follow
0: just you just want the numbers inflated
1: it's because the the path to affiliate achievement is to hit 50 followers it's the only oh, one I, there's four different achievements of course um to is. hit it and that's the only one i don't have
0: all right no seriously we need to help gary get there um that's a big deal i remember when i got affiliated um, especially if you have a small audience that are dedicated and still want to support you, um, it can really help in a big way. So if you have a Twitch account and um, you are not following words about games, please go and do that Pray, for please. me, for Gary, for this show. Um, yeah, affiliation is a big deal and can help um, bring in a little bit of revenue. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Thanks, man. Um, for me, uh, I'm just going to go with Patreon this week. I don't we've we've had a serious discussion and there's been a serious talk about actually some things about moving uh my xbox and me away from patreon so it would no longer be behind a paywall um which to get it early uh, mr moody brought up in my twitch chat the other day saying how um, he thinks the show uh would do better and would have more of an audience if we started streaming it on YouTube, Mixar, and Twitch across all the platforms um, each week as we do the show live for everybody. Um, the only problem I really have with that is a large portion of my audience support me on Patreon. And that is literally what keeps this show going and keeps me doing what I do um, on the small scale that I do. I don't earn a lot of money from Patreon. So if this is something that you want to see, but you're still consider keep supporting um, the Patreon with something else being in place, which I've got another podcast launching um, next year. There's a lot of stuff happening. It's my two year anniversary, the 1st of January on Patreon. So a lot of changes coming, Lots of cool stuff. So be there. Be ready. Um,
1: I've still got a job. If that's well, something.
0: Right? Yeah, you still got a job. Okay, you still cool. got a job. Um if that's something you want to see, you want to see this come out and be a live show each week on probably be a Friday or a Thursday, probably a Thursday, if I'm being honest. Like, we'd have to hit the same day, same time scale, roughly, roughly, if possible. Um, not every week, but roughly. Um, let me know. Let me know your thoughts. Like, I, I, Moody brings it up and he's brought it up a couple of times. If it's something we can do, we'll try and make that happen. If it's not, then we can't. But, yeah, that's all I really want to talk about, really, is uh, patreon.com slash mcfixer. Um, A lot of people, there's a lot of stuff going on right now, and uh, I'd appreciate your support in a big way. So, yes. Um, Gary, until next week, I'll uh, love you, leave you, and see you later, sir. Bye.